Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and today we're going to be talking swimming, and specifically at Oakdale High School, where I have my special guests are the two head coaches at Oakdale who just came away with the county championships. With me for the girls, the head coach, Miss Bridget Cavanaugh. Coach, thank you for joining us, and welcome. Thank you for having me. And the head boys coach at Oakdale, Mr. Damon Allen. And Damon, thank you for being here as well. Welcome. Yeah, thank you for having me too. So those of those who don't know Coach Allen or Coach Cavanaugh, how about tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to Oakdale, uh, Coach Cavanaugh? Sure. So I actually grew up in Frederick County and I swam for Urbana High School all four years of high school. And then I went on to swim in college. And after I graduated college and became a teacher, I knew one of the head coaches at Oakdale High School, Melissa Lapham, and she offered me a position to coach at the school. And I've been there ever since. Indeed, I I taught Melissa. She was at TJ back in the day, and I'm gonna go and you know we uh, divulge my age, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so, what was, was my really good friend? Yes, was was it your idea to come back to Frederick County? Yes, it was. I taught for two years in Virginia, and then um, when I wanted to do something different, I came back to Frederick. Coach Allen, a little bit about yourself. Uh, so basically, my involvement in swimming was mostly uh, based on mostly well leisure swimming laps for fun, and I got involved with the Monocacy Aquatic Club about eight years ago, working with two deaf swimmers. And about four years ago, I decided to give it a go and try coaching high school swimming. And I started out as the assistant coach for Oakdale and became the head coach about a year later. And so I'm still involved with uh, Monocacy Aquatic Club setting up programs for deaf swimmers in the near future. What was it about the Frederick area that brought you here? Um, so basically, I've been moving around a lot with my family, and I uh, settled in Maryland a couple decades ago. And I was attending college, uh, Frederick Community College and Hood College, and I decided to stay in the area and get involved with Frederick County Public Schools and in swimming. So I decided to stick around. If I may say so, Coach, you do have an accent. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm originally uh, grew up in the United Kingdom. Very good. Glad to have you here, and we're glad. And I know, Coach. Uh, Walcott is glad to have you, both of you, over there at Oakdale. Let's go with you first this time, Coach Allen, and talk about this year's squad and and how that county championship came about. Uh, so basically, uh, we've been working all year long to uh, really work as a team and to swim as a team, even though. We're all comprised of a variety of individuals, uh, elite swimmers, and our summer elite swimmers, and some just and just come and swim for their high school team. And it's a great group of kids, uh, different personalities, different experiences. They all came together and worked as a team. 
And to succeed as a team and throughout the entire season, everyone grew and matured and with every dual meet. And uh, we, uh, uh, the lads only lost uh, one meet specifically against Urbana, and it was a close one. And so we came into counties with our heads held high and with the hope that we will do everything we can and to succeed, and we pulled it off at counties last weekend. Indeed you did, and congratulations on that win. Coach Cavanaugh, how about the on the girls' side? Yeah, um, a very similar answer to Coach Damon. We run our team as one Oakdale team, so our girls and boys do practice together and cheer each other on. I will say that this, the what made this team stand out from other years that I've coached is the depth of our team is like unlike anything we've ever had before. We had so many kids join our team this year that had been swimming for a really long time, um, which, as you, as I'm sure you can figure out, really makes. Uh, such a difference in a sport like swimming where it's a conditioning-based sport. Right. Um, but then also our kids that – our kids did a really good job this year at starting to meet some new people and work together. Like a lot of our relays were comprised of students that swim for different club teams during the year. So they really had to kind of figure out how to work together. So definitely the depth. And then additionally, the experience. Last year's county meet, our girls came very close to winning. In fact, we only lost to Urbana by one point. However, a majority of our point scorers that year were freshmen, and I think it made a huge difference that coming in this year, the majority of our point-scoring swimmers were um, experienced at the county meet. Indeed, and I guess both of you would agree that as far as scoring goes, swimming is somewhat similar to track and field because you don't have to win each event. It's that depth you pointed out, Coach, that can really come into play. Correct. The girls, on the girls' side, we won four out of the 11 events, which is not even half. Right. And so and we still won by a sizable amount of points. Indeed. That's, that's, that, that's such a key there. Uh, Coach Allen, we've got the – Region, the region's coming up soon. Uh, talk about how does a whole team able to go, or is it based on, you know, the, the, the times and those events and the top six go? How does how does that work? Uh, so basically, um, we are going to regionals, and we uh, have to select our fastest swimmers to be able to go because we only have a certain number of slots available. And so our fastest swimmers that are going are going to regionals, and we'll see how they do, which is going to take place on Monday now. Okay. So we'll have to see how it goes. Indeed. Bridget, how about you? Yeah, same. We um, send two people for to swim each event, and we send one relay. Okay, so one relay, and you're only allowed two swimmers per event? Correct. Okay, and then, Coach Allen, if you get past, what do you have to do to get through the regionals and then be able to swim at the states? Uh, so basically, they just have to swim the best they can and don't get a DQ. If they do get a DQ, they will not swim at states. Okay. And if they really do well with a decent time, they'll swim again at states. 
Coach Cavanaugh, where does the majority of competition come when you go down and, and get to the regionals and then on to the states? So this is actually our – we have moved regions this year for the first time. Okay. So it's kind of like a trial year for us. We had been swimming in 1A, 2A, 3A West region. Okay. This year we just moved up to the 3A, 4A South region with the larger schools. Okay. So um, – so there's been a lot of movement in regional, so it's kind of going to be more of a trial basis. We're going to see go and see how we do. All righty. Both coaches, and we'll go with Coach uh, Coach Cavanaugh first. Lost a, uh, a pool a few years back when Frederick opened up. Left two pools uh, in the county, Middletown and Walkersville. And I serve with 10 schools. That's certainly been interesting for practices. How has that evolved? How they've been able to, to work that out? Yeah, so we actually, our team actually practices at the Natelli YMCA in Urbana, okay. um, along with Lakeport in Urbana. So we do have a third pool for practice, but gotcha. we do not have meat at that pool. It makes the makes the scheduling the meets very tough and very tight. Um, that there are meets uh, many days of the week. Um, I wouldn't want to be the scheduler. Renee <laughs> does a phenomenal job at getting it all to fit in because I know that it's a big job and a lot of work. Indeed, Coach Allen, uh, going to the Y certainly is a nice place to be able to practice. Yeah, the Y is a very nice facility to swim at. And unfortunately, we only have six lanes to use, and there's a lot of people coming and going, even the other two lanes and uh, the kiddie pool nearby. And, yeah, and so... Do you think that at in some time at some time in the future they may allow possibly have meets there or is that that's just gonna be at the extra pool to practice? It seems like it's going to be the extra pool for us to use for practice. There has not been talk about us using that for meets, partially because our meets are on weeknights. Um when the facility is in use for the public. So I don't foresee that happening, but I guess it's possible. Uh, yeah, I, that makes sense when you talk about it being uh, for the entire public, but it certainly looks from the outside uh, like an outstanding facility, as Coach Allen indicated. Um, yeah, beautiful pool. Indeed. Coach Allen, uh, you've been coaching a while. Um what are some of the key ingredients that you feel are necessary to have build a program that be, that is competitive and consistent? Uh, so you asked a really good question. Uh, so basically, we focus on encouraging our swimmers to work as a team and to build up their endurance, which the building of the endurance is twofold. And basically, those that are sprinters get to really uh, build their endurance, swimming incredibly fast, where when they finish their races, they still have energy to compete in their next race. The distance swimmers get to build their speed and continue swimming at a strong pace. When they finish their distance swims, they still have energy as well. There has always seemed to be a collaborative work between the high school team and the kids swimming for their club team. Is that something that needs to be done each and every year and, and the schedules accordingly? 
Yes, it is. It's definitely a, a process to get um, to work together. It has we. It's been successful for us recently. So, and a lot of the club coaches have stayed the same. But since we don't really talk to the club coaches very much, a lot of our communication goes through the kids, and actually that goes to, with the parents as well. So it's a good learning experience, honestly, for the students too to um, be in charge of the communication. Okay, Coach Allen, what are what yeah. are some things? that you have found out about yourself in coaching high school kids? Uh, I've always uh, enjoyed working with uh, kids and uh, specifically uh, teenagers growing up because they look for role models, and and especially when they see a deaf man communicating with them, working with them, it's a completely new experience for them. And for me, I just really enjoy working with them, helping them grow, mature, and uh, reach their full potential, no matter what they're doing, if it's swimming or in the classroom. It's, it's a real pleasure to work with these uh, teens and children in general, watch them grow, mature, and become uh, functioning and caring adults. Very good. Coach Cavanaugh, looking at you being from Frederick County, you're a FCPS student athlete. You come back. Um, did that whole experience give you a better understanding? And or what are some of the things you found out about you as a coach? Yeah, I absolutely loved high school swimming when I was in high school. I think it was one of the best experiences that I had as a teenager, which is really why I wanted to come back and try to make it happen for the kids. I'm actually also an elementary school teacher. So uh, okay. one thing I've learned about <laughs> is how different it is to teach elementary school versus coaching high school. It's a, um, a definitely a shift for me going from one to the other. And I have actually a handful of these kids I actually taught how to swim, or I was one of their first swim coaches when they were like six years old on the summer swim team, um, that, uh, the Spring Ridge Sharks summer swim team that I coach for. So it's kind of been a, a neat experience to see them grow up, too. Oh, indeed. Um, what are, is, are the kids that you teach in elementary school, do they eventually go to Oakdale? No, they oh. I teach at Whittier Elementary. Oh, they okay. go to Frederick High School. Okay. But there are some kids on Frederick High School's team that were in my um, class okay. at Whittier that I get to see at the meets. That's always a neat experience, for sure. Mm -hmm. Coach uh, Allen, it's, yeah. it's, it sounds like it's, for me, and it, it was the same situation. Relationships are a big key when coaching these young people. Um, yeah, so I work at uh, PJ Middle School. Okay. And so I, I do see some of the students that eventually go to Oakdale. Okay. And uh, I do see uh, potential swimmers at TJ Middle, and they uh, go to Oakdale. They have an opportunity to try out for the team. So they get to see me at the middle school, and then they see me at the high school at tryouts. It's uh, it's like oh I know him they feel more comfortable <laughs> being around that group. I understand that completely, Coach Cavanaugh. Looking at as you continue to coach, uh, f finding that and having that those relationships between coach and athlete really is the is one of the key pieces of coaching. 
Absolutely. I um, really make it a point every year to try to develop a relationship with all of the swimmers on the team, which is hard um, coming from a team of 70 kids. I, but I do really try, and I do think it makes such a difference in in how the team functions, but then also in everybody's attitude and being there. Like if coaches have to be the models for what they want the, the team to do. So if I'm making it a point to reach out to kids and um, get along with kids and get to know kids, then the goal is that hopefully they start to do that for each other as well. And um, we have – we have had a pretty good pattern of um, sportsmanship and teamwork and like support on our team. So that definitely is a goal that we, that we find really important at Oakdale. Have you found the same thing, coach Allen? Yes, I did. Uh, Especially on the sportsmanship. Our team has usually raises the bar when it comes to sportsmanship. They're cheering not only their teammates on, but they're cheering on their opponents as well. They're also wishing them a a good race and always congratulating them no matter what happens at the end of the race. That was a great race no matter what. And uh, cheering everybody on. I mean, sometimes the meets become so electrifying from all the cheering. It's fun to be there no matter what. Indeed, I've had that experience uh, going to the county competition myself and watching and it is it is definitely very exciting uh to be a part of that um coach allen we'll start with you on this question um do you see any tweaks to high school swimming as far as rules or changes in competition or anything like that in the future uh to be perfectly frank, I just go with the flow okay. with how things work out. Uh, yeah, it's just because you never know what something can happen that will make a change. I'm always hopeful that uh, the high school swimming will adopt uh, a new starting system that will not only benefit uh, swimmers who are deaf and or hard of hearing but it will help benefit hearing swimmers as well they don't have to rely on listening to a buzzer or a whistle to just use a light system that would be nice but i don't see it happening within the next few years probably in a decade hopefully but it's it's a brilliant program and it works and there will be no false starts from what the research has indicated and i'm hoping that gets included in the future but changes in the rules uh, again, I just go with the flow. Whatever the rules happen to be changed, I'll, I'll follow them. Indeed. I like the idea of the light. That that makes a lot of sense to me. Anything that you may see, Bridget? Um, I think I'm just, like, constantly amazed by how swimming continues to get faster. <laughs> it's so shocking. that Like, I've been in the county swimming for a long time, and um, every year we seem to take down, as a county, a lot of county records. And you look at the record board, and you just can't imagine seeing somebody go faster, and then they do. So I'm sure that we have that in store for us in the future, but we'll see how low the times can really get. Bridget and Damon, uh, you know, this is always in, I enjoy doing this because I'm able to talk to coaches throughout the county. Uh, but as it happens, when you enjoy doing something and talking about it, time flies by and we are running out of time. So first, Damon, thank you for being with us uh, today. 
continued success at Oakdale. Good luck at the regions on Monday because we're rooting for you, and good luck the rest of the year. Thank you. Bridget, same to you. Uh, it's it's always fun, and you've got this 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 postseason coming up. The the regionals. Good luck there as uh, down there on uh, Monday, and hope that maybe bring home some state titles. Uh, but continue success uh, here in Frederick County at Oakdale, and and teaching as well. Thank you. You've been listening to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week.